Are you looking to create success in your small business or maybe build out your personal brand? Well, get ready because on this episode of Dealcasters, we speak to the CEO of Smart Hustle, Ramon Ray, who's also the author of The Celebrity CEO. Ramon is not only an author, but a keynote speaker, writer, and event producer who works with very large brands in the tech space to help them with their credibility and authenticity. And here's a little known fun fact. Ramon loves burnt pancakes. So get ready to be energized. Here's your master of ceremonies, Ramon Ray. Chris, thanks for having me. Jim, thanks for having me. Great to be here and have fun with you all. And I'm happy to serve. And I think as I know you all want to do really is provide value to our listeners for the, for the time I'm on. I'll call it our for now. So thank you. But I'm yeah. excited to be here for sure. Oh, dude, it's our honor. Uh, absolutely. And this will be a, like a really good energy injection. Now it's time for the Ramon Ray show. They're going to get some energy <laughs> and they're going to find out uh, just uh, what makes you tick and, you know, kind of like the, your story. And I know you're an author, you're a motivational speaker. There's a whole lot that's going on with you. So if you're going to let everyone know here what Ramon Ray is all about and, and why you're here and, um, you know, just kind of like give, let everybody know, uh, you know, the Ramon Ray story, if you will. Sure, absolutely. Today, I'm a writer, a speaker, an event producer, author, and I work with very large brands and help them get authenticity and credibility for their business. You take a look at what we're doing on Amazon, right? Amazon has quadrillions of dollars that they can spend on anything, but they see value in having Chris and Jim to be personalities, to be real people with skin and flesh to represent the awesome work that Amazon stands for. So that's what I do for large brands, namely in the tech space. Uh, Indeed, I've written four books. The latest one is Celebrity CEO, uh, Speaker Around the World, and I love to have fun and eat burnt pancakes and bacon on the weekend. So that's a summary of me, uh, of what I do in (laughs) church. It's like, you just, I mean, you can't just like throw up burnt pancakes and bacon. You know, when I saw that, when I went to your site, I was like, I like to eat burnt pancakes and bacon. I was like, really? Burnt pancakes? Is that, I mean. Chris, I'm telling you, man, it's like, you know, I guess I I won't take more than a few hours on this, but um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) but here's the thing, Chris. Let me educate you, Chris, a bit here. Please. There is nothing, Chris, having three pancakes this big, a little burnt and please, this this is, you know, it's really, you guys can't do this, but I take the pancakes and like, if they're, if they're not darker than me, then they're not dark enough. Um, thank you for laughing, Jim. Some people get, don't know, you know, we're in a PC world here. So, you know, so darker than me. And then you put that syrup, Chris and Jim, you drench uh. that high fructose corn syrup on that bad boy. And then when the knife cuts it and you hear that, <laughs> oh, there's nothing like, plus with the bacon. Anyhow, I know this is not the pancake show, but. I had the distance you allowed me, Chris. That's what I enjoy. Hey, that's that's what I wanted to hear. I mean, that's that, that's why I tuned in today. I have to hear the burnt pancake story. <laughs> it had to be darker than you. And it's, that's right. I'm done. You got it. That's awesome. I guess if the syrup kind of makes up for the, you don't taste burnt. Is that is that how it works? Yeah, I, I don't know. See, now you're getting into the subconscious amyg- amygdala, subscientific. You know, mindset, Simon Sinek way of it. I can't go with you, dear Jim. I don't, it's just, uh, you know, I'm just teasing, but it's just, I, I guess it's like the barbecue chicken that your mama or the friend burned too long. Hardly anybody wants it, but you want that piece of, you just, it just has that, you know? Mm, okay. Yeah. 
I like the edge of a burnt, like when the cheese goes over the edge of the pizza crust and it burns a little bit on the edge. See? That's, I like that taste. Right. So, so, you, so you get what I'm saying. I'm not too, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that, make, that makes sense. So, Ramon, what got you into writing? I mean, you've got four books. I mean, uh, I can't even get my first one done. So I, I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting journey. I've been I've been in business for a while. I'm almost fifty, uh, so I've been in business for li- over twenty years. You know, doing some sort of content. And when I say that, meaning I'm not into leadership. I'm not Mr. Diversity. I'm not into mindset. My thing is content world, of which you both probably know very well. And uh, I recall, I guess, when I learned about what the internet was all about back in the day of dial-up modems, AOL, Prodigy, that period of time years mm-hmm. ago. For some reason, content grabbed me and started to make my own blog at the time. Didn't know Chris and Jim, it was called a blog. This is back in the days. And anybody listening to us live, I'd be curious if you've ever heard of Microsoft Front Page. If you have, you're probably over the age of, yeah, see, Chris, yeah, you're, yeah, you, you're, you're either very much a techie or over a certain age. So point is, I would save it, save the, you know, the website and publish it like three times a day. That was my first blog. So. That's how I got into it. And I recall uh, Jim and Chris getting like an email from Inc. You know, hey, Ramon, can you uh, write a column for us? And I'm like, a dollar per word. That's cheap. Who wants to do something for a dollar per word? Could you write 2,000 words? Oh, stop, stop. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> so that was uh, literally, but if you get the kind of metaphor I'm trying to bring out, that was kind of my yeah. stepping into this world of content yeah. and learning. Like, can well, I write 10,000 words? Is that okay? Hello. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And I think a little Every bit day. when you get to do what you love, right? I mean, like imagine what we're doing here, B- being yeah. able to serve people on video and, and, and add some inspiration and fun, hopefully a little bit of knowledge to people's day too. But this is, so this is kind of my world. I, that started many, many years ago. Inc. Magazine, Black Enterprise, uh, some magazines that are no longer around. Smart Office, I think, or Office Computing something back in the day. So that's kind of how I started my first writing. And I must say, though, Jim, I, I don't consider myself a writer, meaning if, it, you know, if I have writers I hire, but, but I, I think I, I'd like to think I know content and I have it here so I can write okay. But, you know, kind of like there's those who call themselves professional hosts. And in fact, maybe even some professional hosts we find boring. So I don't know if that makes sense what I'm trying to say. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So who are the types of people that you would work with individually? Are they are they content creators? I know that you know, the, the book is called The Celebrity CEO. Sure. Are you working with C-level people for, for content? I guess who would your ideal like customers, clients be? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, and focusing on just bring that out. Celebrity CEO is really for those small business owners and entrepreneurs who see that they should be their brand. So, you know, if you're working for, I don't know, American Express or you're working for, let's say, Amazon, right? We know the founders of Amazon, but they're not relevant to the situation. It's the brand Amazon. But for us smaller businesses, right? You know, Jenny creates this cup. It's Jenny's cup. She took the time to make it, if you get what I'm saying. So that's really who who Smart Hustle, uh, sorry, Celebrity CEO is for. That smaller company, that freelancer, that entrepreneur who's like, you know what? I know I need to build up more of my personal brand. So then who I work for predominantly, it's the larger companies. But who's in the community of Smart Hustle, Chris? It's really us. It's those who are oftentimes, they're not venture-backed billion-dollar brands. So that's who it's not if it's helpful. It's not necessarily, necessarily that fast-track startup who's like, you know, we have the cure for whatever, and we want to be bought by Pfizer or a billion-dollar company. It's for small people. It's for smart hustlers. It's for those, you know, I'm earning 100,000, a million, maybe, maybe 2 million. 
us peeps, as it were. I don't know you all. You guys are probably like ten billion a year people, so you're in a different <laughs> category. Clearly, you 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 don't know what my bank account looks like, right now, but I appreciate. I appreciate okay, nine billion, you. whatever. Maybe. It's it's, the, it's a goal. It's a, a goal, than, right? A little less than that. <laughs> no. So before we dive into some of the tools, and feel free to shout them out, gentlemen. And I can talk about each one real quick. So I'm all about, as I said, what I'm not, but I'm firmly about personal branding, marketing, and the brand you. This is what I do. Like Chris and Jim, I live behind this video camera, especially post-COVID, pre-COVID. Still a lot of video camera and stuff, but we were in person. But I'm a firm believer it's about, you know, I, I don't have the money or the brand or I don't want to. Smart Hustle is a brand and that's part of it, but I'm comfortable. It's me. So those listening, those listening today or afterwards, if you're in the position, accountant, doctor, lawyer, dog walker, whatever you are, and you're like, I, my smile, who I am, my handshake, my brand, how I am, it's me. This is what we're talking about today. So Flywheel, Jim Collins is a book called Flywheel. And Chris and Jim, it's really helped, I would say, transform or uplift my business. Many times a small business owner, we're stuck in the weeds about our business. But I found that Jim Collins Flywheel, it kind of talks about the short of it is, what's that thing you do over and over and over? Let's take Nike as an example. We invest a ton of money in a good shoe. We work with an influencer, LeBron or whoever, one day they'll call me and Chris uh, to wear that shoe. And then you know, millions of people buy the shoe, the price drops, and then we do it again as an example of what's your flywheel. So Jim Collins' flywheel, really, and I think it's called a mimeograph or something. He doesn't call it a book. I forgot the word he uses, but oh, monograph. There it is. Monograph. monograph. It's a really good book. I suggest everybody go out and buy that to really know what's your flywheel and uplevel your business. It accompanies good to great. Is that the the other book, right? That's correct. Exactly. Good to great is a good read as well. Millions have read it, but I find that flywheel may be that one that people didn't grab so much, but I found it's a short read. I have it in my bookshelf back here. Really good book just to get you thinking. And he, and he has a little drawings in there too. And I found that's helped my business to, to kind of simplify. You know, I don't know about you, Jim or Chris, but I can kind of go all over the place. But when I do that, I go back to my flywheel. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a thousand things, but let me focus on what's that thing I need to keep repeating. So the book has been great. Yeah, and, that, and that's a great point. I mean, because I think a lot of times we have to stay consistent. And that's where having that, that map in a sense of like, okay, what am I doing? I mean, and, and I, I'd actually like to too go back and talk uh, about your book specifically, the, uh, the Celebrity CEO. So to tell us a little bit more about what inspired you to write this book and really uh, what are some of the lessons we can learn? Because like Chris and I, I would say, even though we have company names, we are yeah. our brand. Sure. You know, and you're probably like, this is probably the book we need to be reading. Yeah, absolutely. So here's the, the nutshell of it is. You think of an average or typical celebrity, Beyonce, who pick who you want, Prince, dead or alive, whatever. They don't have to fight to get fans to them. They don't have to fight to make sales. Everybody comes to them and know them. My hypothesis, my message is that all small businesses, unless there's exceptions, should aim to be the celebrity CEO of your business. And that spans two things. Either in your marketplace, Jim and Chris, right? I'm assuming are well known or are getting well known in the e commerce, online, Amazon family of market in this community. That's what your one of your niches may be. So in your marketplace, or it could be geographically. Maybe somebody listening today, they're known as the best podiatrist in a small town in Texas. So whether you're geography or marketplace, that's one, being well known in that. And then the second part of that, is that the aspect of building a fan-based community? Let's take a look at the show we're doing here, right? With Jim and Chris. We're not trying to, we're here to serve. We want you to buy and all that in a good way if it's for you. But the point is first, we're building community. Everybody listening is not going to buy. That's okay. Chris shouted out, right? He said, follow us, like us. 
Just tell others right. about it. We're going to be here next week and next week and next week. That's the celebrity CEO. Before I get a sale, as I call it, I want to ask for a smile to build the fan base and build the community. And I find uh, uh, Jim and Chris, that's what people sometimes miss. I'm begging Jim too much first, buy the pen, buy the pen, buy the pen, please buy my pen or whatever the product may be. <laughs> when instead I should just say, hey, here's some tips in writing. Or if you get the silly example I'm trying to make, instead of me just building the fan base. I love that you're you're thinking first about giving. That's so much about uh, what, what many people forget. And, and you know, if you're trying to build your business and you're trying to do this and you're trying to achieve whatever success, however you define your success and, right. and whatever business that you're in, you're, you're always trying to be a little self-serving in that. And I think if you if you flip it a little bit and you say, all right, let me give here. Let me, yes. let me figure out a way to, to give something and that will come back to you. That's kind of what you're saying. It's like, yes. you know, here's my pen, here's my pen, here's my pen. Well, first, why don't you start giving away like and, and tell people, you know, this is what you'll get yes. if you use this pen, yes. you know? And Chris, to take it further, I guess, also on that, let's take the pen example. It's, it's, I, I, I think some of the dumbest examples sometimes, but thanks for rolling with me, Chris. Um, but <laughs> for example, just sharing with people, here's how you can write better, Chris. I just want to help you. Here's how to write better or communicate, whatever it is. Here's how to improve your occurrence of writing. Then now that I know, because Chris is not a writer, in this short example, no need for us to talk. But if he's like, yeah, I write 20 letters a day. Maybe I have a, a volunteer program. I help prisoners who are incarcerated and I help them. I, I, I add life to their lives, right? So Chris writes handwritten notes or to the elderly in nursing homes. He has that ministry or mission, whatever he's working on. Mm-hmm. Now I can say, by the way, so y'all know what I mean, but that's to expand on that. Yeah. That's the service yeah, that we're talking about. You can about. drive by on the road. You can drive by and there's a billboard that's advertising a submarine sandwich. But if you're not hungry, you're not going to pull over right. and buy a submarine sandwich. You're going right. to drive right by it. Well, and I think too, Chris, like we've talked about, like what we like to do with deal cashers is like we bring folks on, you know, well, no one's like Ramon, but we bring people on <laughs> Ramon included because we want to hear their story so that they can share with people. And we like to use this as a way to teach people, right? We're teaching people about personal branding today through the eyes of, of Ramon. You know, we've had, you know, Chris Kermitzos talking to people about how to start ugly, right? You don't have to be perfect. And Dave Jackson talking about how you can profit from your podcast. And so, and then we, we'll talk about live streaming and podcasting tips and you may not buy anything and we're okay with that. We just want you to come back. We want you to tell your friends and, you know, because you're right, it's, it's all about uh, adding value because, yeah, we don't, it's funny. Sometimes people joke about Amazon uh, Live is kind of like the home shopping network and right. it very well could be, but we don't want to be the home shopping network. A show on Amazon. We want to be a show that people like, hey, these guys have good content and they happen to, you know, if you want to buy something, that's okay. And if you don't, we'll still be back here tomorrow <laughs> and next week because we like just being out here and, and, and we love when people leave comments, engage with us. We really are enjoying the community building part of this, I think. Would, would you agree, Chris? I just love that Ramon brought up Microsoft front page. I mean, I think yeah. at that point, like if I had a mic in front of me that wasn't hooked up, I would drop it. I mean, 
it. Like that was Microsoft front page was like, yeah. that was awesome. I mean, what's next? Back when, back when they ruled the internet, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So for those of you who are tuning in, you know, maybe for the first time or maybe are already, you know, already big fans of Ramon uh, and are tuning in and are following him, um, you know, Dealcasters Live is, is about what Jim uh, was talking about. We'll go live uh, often. We'll, we'll talk to influencers like uh, like Ramon uh, and great people like like him and as well as podcasters, content creators, and like listen, not only listen to their journey so that you can learn some life lessons and some business lessons from them, but also like some some techniques, some tips, some things uh, that uh, right now you may be going through and you may be struggling when you're creating your YouTube channel, maybe writing, thinking about writing a book, uh, thinking about going live, uh, live streaming, think about doing a podcast. Where do I start? What do I do? What are some of the things that I, I don't, I only have a budget that's this big. I don't have a budget this big. Everybody says I need to buy this particular big, you know, DSLR, you know, high definition, whatever camera. Uh, we're here to tell you, you don't need to do that. And that's the kind of stuff that keeps you and prevents you from doing that stuff. So that's what we're all about. And um, we're stoked that Ramon is, is, is here. Ramon has got a really interesting camera that he likes to use. Oh, yeah. And that's the Logitech Brio. I've heard a lot of good things about it. I mean, what, what was it about the Brio that, uh, that caught your attention, Ramon? Yeah. Two things about the Brio that I love. And you're talking to someone, A, as Chris had mentioned, the DSLRs, you can't beat that great camera. And, and I think if you're going for the best excellence, you should consider getting it. You know, But for most of us, I'd say the 80-20 rule, right? Most of us, your webcam will work. So here's the thing, in brief. A, the webcam that comes in your average built-in desktop computer, it's garbage. As far as I know, all of them are garbage. Thank you. 100%. 100% agree. Then two, if you go kind of for the L Cheapo-ish webcam, those are okay. And I have like a box of them behind me. But when I got the Logitech Brio, oh man, it's a bit more expensive than those who are looking for Ramon. Ooh, it's not $49, not $109. Well, here's why. The light A is great. And I don't know if Chris or Jim want to add color into this, feel free. But the lighting on it is great. Not built in. We may touch on that if we have time on external lighting, but the point is it it sucks in whatever light you have better so you look good. Two, I think because it's HD, true HD, and it has a high resolution and all the kind of fancy things that other people can talk better than me, it just looks great. So those are the two things. And then three, the Logitech software that comes with the camera is off the chain. So here's the thing. Remember, I do things as simple as I can. I have other people or people who are on Chris and Jim's show, right, who are more ninjas than this. They may have other cool gadgets, which are great. But for me, I was looking for a simple way to just switch my image. I can't do it now, but the Logitech software it has, third-party software that goes to the camera, you can do all combination keys and switch different views. So for me, uh, Jim and Chris, listen, I bought, I bought in fact, two Logitech Brios from Amazon, and I am so glad I did. I have one I keep in my bag, one that I use for my main computer. So Logitech Brio, it's definitely the computer, to con- to the, the webcam, as it were, to consider. Uh, I love it. Very cool. So you're doing that switcher with that third party, or you can do that that switcher with a third party software with just one camera, or you need to do two cameras and do. That? Thank you for the clarification. So the one camera. Let me. Sorry. Let me clarify the switching. Going from another image on my screen. So like, kind of like we're doing. So it can be Ramon and a PowerPoint or PDF or screenshot. That's what I meant to say. Uh, I don't have to ask somebody. Can you sh- let me share my screen? Right. Logitech right. is a get a little tech. I know you both know this, but those listening, yeah. all OBS or whatever, it's all a virtual camera. So the Logitech mm-hmm. software becomes a virtual camera, enabling now I can do what I'll call little ninja stuff, not like the ATEM yeah. and all that. Right. But I can do what I need to do 
like picture in picture and stuff like that through the Logitech built-in software. That's yeah. great. That's a great hack, man. I, I didn't even I didn't even yeah. realize that you can use that as a switcher. Don't just glaze by that. The fact what what Ramon uh, spoke about, and I, I want to go back to there. So a lot of people that we talk to uh, are doing presentations, and it, you may not necessarily be like some C level executive or whatever doing a presentation virtually. You may just be, you know, working for a company, or you may be asked to speak somewhere or do whatever, and when you get invited, it's it's typically a Zoom, uh, but there's other options, right. but it's usually a Zoom. And when you do that, you're really, whoever's running that Zoom, you're really under the, their control and under their discretion as to how your camera is going to be viewed. But when you can take control of it and when you can say, all right, now I'm going to have a presentation and I'm going to make it look like this because I want my brand, my personal brand or my business brand or whatever I'm doing, I want to be in control of that. This is a great way to just, you know, you know, you don't have to spend, you know, 600 hours for a, for a switcher or whatever. Right. You can get a camera like this, utilize the software on this, and then you're, you're pumping in your PowerPoint, you're in control of that. And you have that, that's a, that man, I didn't yeah. even realize that the Brio did that. Yeah. And to your point, Chris, you can add a second camera. You know, you all know this. I'm not going to get into it now, but another USB. But I, no need for me to say what you said, but you said it so well. But I just want to even underline it again. Yeah. That's yeah. the ninja. And I think that aren't there. There's I think there's two types of us influencers, whatever. There's those I'll mention a Brian Fanzo, maybe or you all, whoever, you know, who do some ninja stuff. And it could be both of you, you know, who do some. And that's good. Nothing bad about it. But I think there's the 80-20 rule. I'm guessing most of us, yeah. we just want to do a bit better than we were doing before. And for those of you who want to be a little simple, but want to, like Chris already said, to be able to say, here's my PowerPoint, Logitech Rio, perfect. Wow. Yeah. And I think that's, oh. and, you know, and I think a lot of it, to your point, uh, Ramon, is the fact that people don't realize, like, look, for, an, and, I, and it's like, don't look at this as a cost sometimes. Look at this. This is an investment. Yes. This is an investment that's going to make you look better. And if you take that time, this is like you said, because I have um, I have the stream cam from Logitech. That's what I'm using. And it'll actually let me do square video. I haven't really played with it as much as I want to because I guess I've like, well, I'm really not doing that many square videos. Right. But to your point, you can put things, right? You could get your logo on on your camera without having to like go through all these, you know, crazy, uh, you know, processes and you'll look better than 90% of the people that you're around, even like on a zoom call and, uh, or the fact that I think you can, with this camera also even, you know, kind of change how far of a field of depth do you want to be? If you wanted to be closer or further away where that desktop one that's built in is not going to do that. And, uh, yeah, so now this is a great, uh, you know, and it's, what's amazing is that it's actually in stock. Because Logitechs have been out of stock for quite a while right. over the last few months because of the uh, the pandemic, so it's good to see that. This, this, yeah, I've I've always heard good things about the Brio. Uh, in fact, when I was considering the Brio, it was out of stock, and I was able to actually grab the the StreamCam. But my other Logitech is a C920. Uh, yes, I, I have one of these them. are great cameras. Uh, you know, you can't go wrong. I, I don't think with a Logitech. And Jim, I have a second. I have a second Brio. I'll sell you mine for four ninety nine. Okay, six hundred, <laughs> seven fifty, seven fifty. Sold. 
<laughs> I think people will look at that price tag and go, ah, but I can get this brand for this price. And I think, you know, and Ramon, we talk about this on the show all the time. There's a reason why Logitech is known for what they are known for. And right. a lot of people, you know, do this. And, you know, I've got a C920 as well. And I know a number of people like yourself that ha- that own a Brio and they're like, yeah, they're throwing these other ones behind them in, 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 the, in the back because... You know, if you get a knockoff brand, I've right. seen a ton of them, and they're they're called HD, and they're you know, you're taking a risk, and you could pay you know what you think is you know eighty dollars less than this that you're going to get exactly the same, but you're not getting this Logitech quality um, that you know people like yourself have have recommended for for years. That's true. This this show, Jim and Chris, is so fun. I could do this every day with you all. I just love this. <laughs> Anyways, um, let me move on before I get carried away here. But um, this is cool. And I love how you unpack, Chris, and, and help underline. You guys just work well together. I love this show. But um, so here's what it is. I have a very small desk, one. And, and I'll give a little bit of background as briefly. I know time is short. But my point is, we're all trying to up-level ourselves. There's been some of our brethren and sister who have all this equipment. They were doing studio work for years. Now, I've been doing online work, of course, for years as well. But as we're in this frame of reference, right, we're all, as hosts, we all need to level up. So that's, I think, as I see it, we're talking about today. So this little um, um, uh, desk mount is that for those of you who have smaller desks, you know, tight spaces I do, my space right here is really tight. This enables you basically to add a second uh, screen to your computer. I just plugged it in via HDMI or whatever it was on, on my main computer. And for the small desk, I have this right beside me here. The arm goes up and down. You can move it left and right, and you can rotate it as well. So I'll stop there and see what y'all have to say. But I mean, that's a simple, it's a simple tool that just helps your day. And why do you want a second monitor? I should say that for those who are not into the second monitors, when you do things like this, or anything else in the world when you want to watch a presidential debate. We'll watch that, I guess, in four years from now. But whatever you want to do, um, it just makes things like that easier. Yeah, I think a lot of, I think multiple monitors, um, and I don't have a, a camera right now that I can turn around and show what I've got in front of me, and I'm sure that Jim and, and Ramon have in front of them, and why my wife continues to ask, why do you need another monitor? Um, I, and it's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to try to explain this to her, but I'm just going to lose probably, but whatever. Um, it's like, to your point, Ramon, it's like when you get a second, just a second monitor, and okay, I have more than two, but when you j- get just a second monitor, that just opens up your yes. world in terms of what you can do as opposed to having 48 tabs open and things you've got to hide and, you know, uh, double click your mouse in order to do, if you're pulling one screen over here, one screen over here, and you're you're pulling in different things from a content creation uh, perspective, from a presentation perspective, it really opens things up and have the virtual versatility that you're talking about here is is killer now i have you done that thing where you would you would turn it vertically Mm -hmm. where do you when would you use something where you turn the the monitor vertically yeah for me one main reason i did it was for space on occasion you know i just turned it that way for space two if i wanted the application or what i was using to just look different so i just liked chris that i had the flexibility and the option and i like the images that jim is scrolling up and down so you can see different uses but yeah i don't do it a lot like that but to be able to have that some things you know the website is made that way or like when i'm on an interview with somebody i can just see more of the screen so it depends on that but generally speaking i keep it in horizontal view or landscape 
portrait or the portrait view, I think it is. Forgot what it's called, yeah. but but uh, yeah, but it, I like the flexibility. Yeah, and I I think you know this is so. What's fascinating too is like you said, so you can actually make it tilt, and so um, you know I've got this. Uh, it's not really a desk; it used to be a, like a, a raised up kitchen table. So I'm actually able to stand at it. But yeah, it would be nice to have this arm that I can then adjust on one of the sides and put another monitor because you also sometimes start to run out of desk space. Right? Yes. It, it, you know, if I can have that monitor, like even at an eye level, like maybe that becomes my, uh, could even become in theory, my, uh, teleprompter. Yes. Right. Cause I could get put really big letters there. Cause then I won't have to wear my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> um, so many of us are, are caught in these spaces. Like I, I have space, but I don't have like space. Right. You know, cause I, cause I start to, you know, bleed over into other parts of the, uh, the basement here where it's like, do I really want people to see the refrigerator or things like that? <laughs> uh, so I think, I think this is a, is a great idea to, to use for sure. And, um, uh, you know, just like you said, even even being able to change the viewing angle can can right. have a lot of uh, things. And so, so do you actually have two monitors then, uh, Ramon, on your desk yeah. right now? Yeah, wow. and, and and for me, I'll give the limited use again. We all, as creators, we're all using different things. You know, Chris has what I think he said forty seven monitors, whatever. That's just too many yeah. for me. But <laughs> but the reason, the main reason I got two was especially doing live video. That's what I do quite a bit as a professional speaker. I do a lot of events, working with you all on events and things like this. So that one thing combined with what we just spoke about, right? The Logitech feature, uh, Chris, is that I can at least put the typical Zoom team, whatever it is on one screen and still see people glance over if I need to. But again, as you and I know, I'm looking at the camera. That's just a tip for those, you know, who are newer to this. Mm -hmm. Don't look at Jim or Chris. You can see my eyes are averted. 80% of the time, look at the camera, but then I can still see the human face here. And then the, so I can see the, this, my presentation, let's say on one screen, what I'm trying to say, and the human face on the other screen. And I don't have to switch back and forth. That's for me, the simplest reason. That's why I got it. But yeah, the headphones. So yeah, these are great. I was looking for, for headphones to get. It's amazing. You make one click and these companies know how to track you down. But the bottom line, and this is something I can feel. <laughs> I love them. Jabra has software that you can, like a little dongle you can put in the computer to, if your computer doesn't have Bluetooth, like your desktop, many moderns, modern ones do. Other thing, it feels great. So I've had this oh. here for ages, like hours. Can, and I wear glasses and you can't feel it. So I think there's many benefits to it, but I just like it. It has a nice, some buttons here as well. Busy, not busy, mute, unmute, things like that. So for me, yeah, it's a bit pricey at what, $249 today. But again, I think Jim, you said it or Chris, it's an investment. And again, these are mm -hmm. things, uh, part half of my day, either I'm doing calls like this, this particular uh, call is coming to my speakers, you know, but sometimes if my wife is in the room, right. Or I, or I want to take a walk outside. So this Jabra Evolve 2 is awesome. I, I love it. I'm glad I got it. It's a good investment. Yeah. And I think you touched on it. I think comfort is, is an underrated component of, of what, you know, and, and listen, um, yeah, Jim, Jim calls me a sound snob, but, and, and it's, it's a big deal for me, but it, you could have the best, most amazing sounding, uh, headphones ever. But if you can't, get them off your ears quick enough. What's the point of having them on your ears, right? So comfort is a huge thing. And so, you know, we were, we were talking to somebody um, last night and they were, you know, toying between a pair of Sony headphones and, a, and, a, and another, another brand. And she ended up saying, I'm just going to get both of them. 
and you know whatever one I don't like I can return. And Absolutely. so I think I, I don't I, I don't think that's a, a bad idea at all yeah. um, to be able to say, well, should I get this job or I know it's two forty nine or should I get this other one? Well, you know maybe this is more comfortable and to your point is a bigger investment. The battery life on this thing was insane when I was. Chris, at it. that is the big deal, man. Because I use using the typical right. We have the white or whatever color uh, Apple headphones as millions of us have, but I realized that was the main thing that what you know I have the older version. So after like a couple hours it goes out yeah two three four days and then the lady's voice will come in battery low battery high (laughs) battery medium so so, you know sometimes she's like my friend if there's if i'm alone i just like drain the battery for a few hours and then have her come on (laughs) battery she doesn't yet say my name that i'm waiting for like for her to upgrade the ai but close yeah that'll happen (laughs) it's just like she's tapping you on the shoulder gently yeah. Ramon, Ramon, you, me. You, you gotta, yeah. You've been you've been without battery for a while. It's time to yeah. time to get some battery life back exactly. into you. Because you definitely are charging our batteries up today. So awesome, I, I, awesome. I So how um, do you feel? I mean, do you record? Do you do live streams with this thing? Do you do podcasting with this thing? How do you feel about uh, the quality of the of the microphone? Microphone. Maybe not for you, Chris, but for 99% of the other people of our, it's well. Now, I don't use it for that purpose because, as you all know, you can see, you know, I have here my podcaster mic, whatever, or my big boy and big girl mic, right? So I, I have that mic, which I still hope sounds relatively decent. But you can. I tested it. It does sound good. Good. I tested this mic with a friend or I was just curious. You know, you have the multiple mic settings. Point is, I said, you know, testing one, two, three. Then I turn this off, put this one on. They couldn't tell the difference. So mm. I don't use it for that, but, and I think part of it is, you know, listen, it's Jabra, Sony, whatever these big brands, they spend millions in this stuff. So hence to your point, Chris, yeah. I, listen, I have no stake in this, no, no dog in this financially, but I'm telling you, you want to go for, oh, let me spend the $29 headphones that look like this. I promise you it is not the same. Right. So it, to, 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 you have to invest in yourself. If you want to get a return, other people to invest in you, you have to. Oh, I love right. that. I love that. There's different versions too. Um, yes. There's USB-C versions. There's the USB-A, which is the the normal um, version as well, and mono and stereo. So, I mean, if you're not using it, like if you're only using it for calls, if you're only using it for um, for pure like spoken word, you don't really need stereo because you're never going to be using it for listening to music. Maybe the mono version is something that uh, that you, uh, you you'd want to pick up. It's a little bit uh, less expensive. But Chris, uh, Chris. When you're finished doing your business, man, you got nothing else to do, and you put on that Amazon, you put on that that uh, Prime movie. Come on now, you know it. You, you know. That's true. That's true. When you when you hear the water waving on the right side, and the missile drop on the left ear, oh, and when she tells you you're low on battery, you want to hear that in stereo. You don't. You don't want that. You don't want her voice in mono, dude. You want yeah. You're low, 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 low on battery, 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 battery. battery, battery. You know, you want to get the full. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, and I think the other thing too is passive noise cancellation. Mm. Um, so it's going to cancel about half of the noise around you, but not completely. Which I think that's that that's key because when we talk about you know when we talk about headphones often on this show, there's a lot of noise canceling headphones. And if you've ever used noise canceling headphones, like you're not going to hear anything else. You're only going to hear what's coming through, and that's the technology. And it's super awesome when you want right. to just completely check out. But if you're in a work situation or you're in 
a situation where you're in a home office and you need to, you know, like if somebody's screaming in the room next to you or something, you have children or you, mm-hmm. know, you just want to have at least, you know, a little uh, noise kind of peeking in. I think this is a good idea to get, you know, headphones like these um, that are multi-function and also allow a little bit of noise so that you just, you know, com- don't completely right. not hear anything. You know, everything's burning around you. You right. wouldn't even know. <laughs> yeah, you have those people in the movie, Chris, who are like, there's a car coming. Stop. And they're just, exactly. you know, Jack Bauer type movie. But Jim, this is where the 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 sound snob, what you call uh, audio snob of, of Chris comes out. See, I didn't even, I didn't even realize that. That was a good ninja tip. See, yeah. but now yeah. I understand why I don't hear some things. But my wife goes, honey, did you pay that bill or whatever it is? I can hear that because she's in the office, you know, right? Yes. So good point. You also had another thing that I, Chris and I both could have used a few weeks back, an uninterrupted power supply when the yeah. power went out for me for 57 hours. But it would have been nice to shut things down like without the power just going out because yes. of a hurricane in Georgia, which who would have thought? So I have two. And if you want to just toggle back and forth between the two of yeah. them that I sent you, but one is the, the bigger version, which is for desktops, monitors, computers, and all this. And I'm not going to get into the signs of wattage, not my skill set, but if Chris or Jim know, but you can just Google it and figure it out. But point is, is that, or Amazon actually explains all of it very well. The point is I have the bigger version, which you're seeing, you know, which you can look on your own bigger and smaller version. The point is, to be clear, these are not power supplies, as it were, like for your power to go out for three days. It's not a generator. That's what I mean to say. Yes. Not a generator. But as Jim hinted, what this is for and why I bought it, Jim, my power fluctuates a few times a year, right? Mm. But for us, a few times a year is going to happen each time our client, we're on the phone with a client and that can't work. <laughs> so the so point is, when the power fluctuates, power shuts off, these kick in and my stuff keeps working. So I got one for the router, because that's the source of fail point, right? I got one for the router upstairs yeah. in my living room and then one for down here where I am, desktop, monitor, and a few other things. And that's what I use it for. So next time the power just just goes off a real little bit, I'm still online and it's happened before. It's happened uh, once or twice. I, it, it's worked. Other, everybody else is, hey, who reset the clock? I'm like, Shh, I'm still live. So, right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I love how you've picked stuff that is an investment. You know, a lot of people, they don't yeah. think about this stuff until something bad happens. Right. Yes. And, and that's, that's not the way to think. The way to think is to like, um, you know, listen to advice from uh, influencers like Ramon Ray. How many times has this happened? before you realized you had to get one of these and how many clients uh, did you, you know, potentially lose or, you know, it was a bad look or whatever where, and, and you were like, I can't have this happen again. I have to figure out what I need to do. This is uh, the item to get. And I, I had never thought of that, of actually hooking it up to your router. Cause I guess yeah. is if your router still has power, you can still get internet. Because a lot of times it's it's more the fact that you have no power. It's not right. that your internet is down. Correct. And and again, you're right. If the whole community, whatever, there's issues like that. But often in the in getting way beyond. But you know, like localized, it's just where the router reboots. That's what one minute, two minutes, three minutes. You're off. So that's the purpose of this. Once that fluctuation happens, router will still stay on, and we're good. Because even hubs, I find hubs go off and on real quick. Hub or or like, and as I router, meaning the telecom routers. To be clear. Not the yep. small like switch or whatever. Those yeah, yeah. in seconds they're back up. But the 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 router from your company, whatever, you know, they gotta blink, 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 reset. It takes two minutes, right. three minutes, whatever. 
So that's right. mainly what that's for, the smaller one. Well, and, and your other point, too, about your uh, your power surging, this is the other way to kind of protect your yes. computer uh, because this will kind of keep things clean. We didn't talk about smart hustle. I know, sure. like, we talked about your books and, and everything. Uh, can you give us, yeah, like, let's talk about that of, for like, a minute. Yeah, sm- smart hustle and, and what, you know, what, what smart yeah. hustle is about. Yeah, so I, I've been, so my first company was smallbiztechnology.com, which I sold last year, 20 years to the date, sold that to a fellow blogger, you may know the person, but smallbiztechnology.com. And I wanted to get into more entrepreneurship. I am an entrepreneur, started four companies, sold two of them, et cetera, but I wanted to cover that more, the journey. So a few years ago, I launched smarthustle.com, which is a media company. And again, going back to branding, right? There's Ramon Ray. I'm always going to be who I am, but Smart Hustle is my vehicle through which I can talk about entrepreneurship. So on smarthustle.com, you'll find articles about entrepreneurship, podcasts about entrepreneurship, thought leadership about entrepreneurship, really to help you start or grow your business. That's what we do all day long. And it's, listen, there's a lot of great content out there like that, but this is, if you like Ramon, this is my flavor of how I cover it. And thanks for asking at smarthustle.com. And hey, the tools that we're talking about today, a lot of that, even though you won't see it per se, it's, it powers a lot of what I do. Yes. Well, that makes sense, right? It's all about, uh, your system, right? And uh, it, it just really helps you be consistent, makes things easy. You don't have to think about it. I mean, even just the little things like the power, right? You don't think about it. That's right. Right. You know, right. you think it's about so it when cool. it happens, but now that you've fixed it, you know, yes. it's like now it's not a problem. So what I find really fascinating with what you're doing is is how how are you able to maintain this positivity and mm. just this energy that really I think helps uplift others. I mean, what what drives Ramon? Is it is it as Tim Stone would say, is it Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> Well, thanks for asking. It's hard. You know, listen, we all have a gift uh, that God's given us. And if, if those who don't believe, whatever you may believe in, you know, but we all have a gift. We all have something about it. So thank you for saying it. It's hard to know what that answer is to myself. But I like to think, I think this is just my specialty. And I say that because, for example, uh, Jim, is that I'm not good with spelling. I act very impulsively. Um, I'm very emotional. So there's the things that I wish I had. But let's say maybe you or Chris had, right? Maybe you guys are good strategists, good in math. Chris has his gift for his ear and audio. He's a musician, I think, and things of this nature, right? I, I happen to play piano, but but I, it's not, I'm not a musician to that degree. So my point is, those are not my gifts. But the gift that I have is, I, I'd like to think, I, I see the glass always half full. I mean, Jim, if you punched me dead in the face, I would assume that you were saving me from like something else and that was to, to help me. That's just the kind of person I am. You know? I mean, if Chris, if you know the slapping game, if Chris would have come up to me and smack me upside the head, I'd be like, oh, dude, thanks, man. What happened? Did you, was there something on my face? That's just, <laughs> that's just me, if that helps. So thank you for saying that, Jim. But really, I like to see the glass half full. I like to inspire people. There's many people hurting during this time. And I think if I can be with two other amazing gentlemen and help people, because as you said, you know, selling and investing in this, these are tools you need to succeed. So my point is for me, I, I just like to inspire people. I, I have that spirit of can do, that spirit of, okay, this went wrong. How do we do this? How can we make lemonade out of lemons? And that's, yes, that is my DNA kind of, that's how I roll. So I'm just, I'm just happy I can do that. And I'm thankful for others, right? As, as we get yeah. to know each other, other people have gifts that I may need, you know, it may be Chris one day, hey, listen, brother, you need to slow down, you know, as it were. Or Jim may say, hey, Ramon, you got too many typos in your blog. That's why it's not <laughs> better, whatever it may be. That's, that's me. But, but yeah, I like to smile a lot. I like to laugh a lot. I don't, t- I'm serious with my work. 
but I don't take myself too seriously. You know, life is too good, too good. I love you know? that. I yeah. love that. I think you touched on it's like, um, you know, I, I always use that that proverb like iron sharpening iron, right? Yes. And, and when you surround yourself with positive people and people mm-hmm. that uh, maybe are, are not afraid to challenge you a little bit, and if you're right. open to that challenge, like you talked about, you know, spelling and your blog and whatnot, and not not take it personally, right? Take it as like this person's wanting to help me. This person's saying this because they want me to succeed. And so they're telling me, hey, if you do this a little bit differently, what if you do this? And you could take someone as an opinion and maybe you don't mm-hmm. want to take their opinion. That's totally fine. That you know, Not everyone's voice is for everyone, right? And so I love the fact that, that you think about first about giving to others and yes. you think and you don't let you know things get under your skin that a lot of people I think um, are, are too easy. Too easy. They do that too easily where they, yes. where they take that as a negative thing on them and um, they just don't want to take that as like a hmm maybe I should work on that maybe maybe right. I can work on that to be better and that's what that person intended to do uh, to uh, to to rise that ship so man that's uh, that's amazing it's been amazing having you on the show man for sure thank you it's been a pleasure to be here you guys are both fun and I love what you all do and how you're serving your community how you're serving the audience and and this as you said this is the first for me man I love this aspect of of sharing tools because it's funny I think I learned this when I worked for a CRM company is that you know and at first I thought it sounded corny like if you don't let people buy your $10,000 program, how selfish are you? Yeah, it's a bit of tongue-in-cheek in there. But, <laughs> but the point being, if people are looking to, just going back to what you all are doing, and thank you for shining the light on me, but I just want to say, if people are looking to, people need to buy these tools, is what I'm trying to say. These tools are right. needed. How much better to know two authentic guys who host a regular show who are sharing with you from authentic guests what they're using? You're going to buy it. You can search all up and down, and Amazon has great stars and ratings, but this is the kind of show, if you're going to do it, check out this show first, and then buy it. So, I mean, for me, yeah. listen, we're all serving serving, serving our community, so thank you. Ramon, what, what are the best ways for people to connect with you, uh, other than watching this show, and then watching you speak at USA Biz Party? Absolutely. What are, what are, Where's the best way for people to connect with you? Two things I'd appreciate, and thank you for asking. RamonRay.com, R-A-M-O-N-R-A-Y.com. Reach out to me. Let me know how I can serve and help you. Just follow me all over the place. Or if you want content, we publish it all the time, smarthustle.com. But thanks for asking, Jim. And thank you, Chris, for allowing me to share this stage with you. I've had a lot of fun, really. And I think it's, I hope it's been inspiring and insightful for people. So thank you. Ramon, this has been awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Dealcasters. Congratulations. You've taken another step forward in your content creation journey. Please don't forget to hit the subscribe or follow button here in your favorite podcast player so you can be reminded every time we drop an episode. We love hearing from our listeners and viewers. And if you're wanting to watch our shows live on Amazon, feel free to follow Dealcasters Live as well at dealcasters.live. Follow us on Twitter or subscribe to our YouTube channel, where we also included added content that you cannot find anywhere else. If you have questions about this episode or have something you want us to review, you can also email us at dealcasters at dealcasters.live. Thanks again for listening. And you know the deal. Don't fear the gear.